He puffed himself up in front of me, laughed, and went to walk across the street to the store. And I said, where are you going? Probably shouldn't have said that, right? I said, I'm not going anywhere. I'm preaching the gospel. He didn't like that. So he turned around and came back at me, tried, you know, tried, tried to beat me to death. But uh, so I got him in the Muay Thai hold. I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. The Hopper Podcast is not professional advice, just two guys spitballing. So do your own research. Hopper Podcast hoppers, have we got a treat for you. Last week we talked to Jimbo Mullen and... This is going to be a continuation of our conversation with him. If you haven't heard the first part, you need to go back and listen to it. But to catch you up, he had told us about a long and successful career as a kickboxing and MMA fighter. And as we finished up the last episode, he had become a Christian and he was just retiring from that work. So he's going to pick up his story of his life right now. And uh, at that time, uh, after being uh, divorced from Rebecca, uh, I, I had I have a son, uh, Trace. Right? He was uh, he was uh, seven at the time. And uh, in God's providence, um, I got accepted to Master's Seminary. Mm -hmm. So I, 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 I'm going to Master's. I have fifty fifty custody of Trace. Uh, year and a half's gone by now after being divorced. And um, I get remarried to this wonderful, godly woman named Anne. And I uh, got remarried right there at Grace Community Church under uh, our pastor. Mm -hmm. I invited MacArthur, but uh, he didn't have time. He was too busy. He just yeah. sent us a book, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very kind, though. He sent us a book with his, his signature. Anyway, so, uh, so we're... we're uh, I'm ministering to my son as I, uh, with, with Ann's help, uh, my new wife, and we have 50-50 custody. I'm going to seminary full-time. And in God's providence, uh, Trace, uh, Ann, Trace says, I want some hot tea. Could I have some hot tea, Ann? And she said, sure. She's doing the dishes. She gives them some hot tea. She pours it. I'm, I'm doing my homework for my prayer class. Uh -huh. It was an hour of prayer. So I'm walking around the mobile home park praying, right? And I walk by my my mobile home at the time, and I hear Trace screaming, blood curdling scream, mm -hmm. right? Mm. I run in, and Anna had poured him some hot tea and said, "Let it steep. It's hot." Turned around, do the dishes. He didn't listen. He grabbed the hot tea. The phone rang. It was his mom, my ex. He ended up spilling as he sat mm -hmm. down on the couch. He ended up spilling the hot tea on his private parts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's screaming. I come in, to, you know, what's going on, you know? Uh, and uh, I'm like, you know, Trace spilled the hot tea on his private parts. We'll go to the emergency room, meet you there, bye, you know? So we go to the, the emergency room. Uh, my ex uses this to accuse us uh -huh. of child abuse, child neglect, yeah. and right. any other thing she could you know, sure. throw in there. And uh, we ended up going through this massive, you know, family court thing right. for a year. And it was uh, in God's providence. So I sat down, you know, held off on seminary 
and uh, withdrew from that so I could focus all my right. money and energies on this uh, court battle. So in God's providence, I ended up uh, being labeled sort of by the mediator guy, uh, a, a nutcase, a Christian Bible thumping nutcase. Mm. And uh, he was suggesting I get seen by a psychologist, basically, if I wanted mm. to continue to. It was crazy. And, uh, and, and in God's providence, he used to go to Master's Seminary this mediator for the yeah. judge guy, you know, uh -huh. and, but he was Arminian. So he withdrew from that and quit. Right. So he's got this hatred for anybody who's Calvinist. Sure. Yeah. And going to that seminary. You know? yeah. I mean, this guy's grilling us with, with you know, with yeah. talking about theology when we're supposed to be talking about the case, you know, right. yeah. He, yeah. He, he asked Anne, he says, how does Jimbo discipline you? And my wife's like, what? He doesn't, <laughs> what? you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of question is that? Yeah. Where all you Calvinists discipline your wives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Get out the rod. No, wow. no, no. Yeah. So in God's providence, I ended up losing, you know, she turned his heart. Somehow, guys, get this. Uh, my ex convinced Trace, who was like nine at the time now, that, Anne had poured that on him. Hmm. Even though she was in the other room, she told him, let it steep. The phone rang. He said, you know, yeah. so somehow uh, she, she won over his heart and perverted his thinking toward us. Yeah. And uh, in God's providence, we were clearly going to get labeled as nutcases. And uh, so we ended up uh, just, just stepping back and saying, it is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him. And, uh, and yeah, I ended up losing all custody of my son. Oh. And uh, in God's providence, I had I had no family left in California, basically. So uh, I ended up uh, transitioning at that point wow. to Minnesota to um, be under John Piper uh -huh. and go to the Bethlehem Institute. Uh -huh. Yeah. So what looked ugly and hopeless and crazy. Uh, God was clearly using for my good, though I didn't see it so clearly at the moment. Yeah. So Ann and I um, moved to Minneapolis, Minnesota, and ended up uh, going through the Bethlehem Institute. You guys know what that is? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. John, John Piper's Seminary yeah. Bible College. Yeah. Right, well, right. it wasn't that back then. It was just a Bible program two right. year. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it ended up uh, by God's grace graduating with honors. And uh, both Ann and I praise the Lord. Mm. And then after that was uh, after that was done, we're like, okay, Lord, we we're, we're ready, right? Mm. What, what would you have us do, Lord? And uh, we were thinking missionaries to Zambia. Okay. And uh, and the Lord had changed our our hearts to local missions. How how much that's needed. Mm -hmm. And uh, we saw that uh, in our inner city there were you know, great issues with gangbangers and drug dealers and prostitutes and pimps and the homeless right. that weren't, weren't being, you know, evangelized. Like we thought, you know, they, yeah. they ought to be sure. So, uh, we ended up, uh, buying a house in North Minneapolis, which is like the worst neighborhood at the time in the state. Hmm. And, uh, and in God's providence, my wife guys was praying for these, these things, these five things she wanted in a house, 
Well, God gave us this perfect house on the corner, uh, and right behind the corner, about 50 feet, was another corner that had three murders the year before. Mm -hmm. It was the gang corner, two bus stops, the store, the whole deal, drug corner. So uh, in God's providence, I ended up uh, evangelizing the community and then uh, ended up uh, starting Christ Satisfies Ministries, mm. which is a, an evangelistic frontline um, outreach ministry that ministers to the gangbangers, mm -hmm. drug dealers, prostitutes, the pimps, the homeless, and the incarcerated. I go to the jails five times a week right. to share the good news with the fellows. So we got, uh, we talked to our leaders. We got a, uh, a board, you know, uh, a council together and uh, ended up uh, starting it. And I, this was before we were in full time. Right. This was like a couple of days before my my last uh, when I put in my notice, you know, my mm -hmm. my 60 days, a couple of days before we started. I came home from work at the, the clinic and I was in my scrubs and I said, sweetie, I'm going to I'm going to get out on the street and go evangelize because it was right after the winter when the warmer weather hit and everybody's out on the street. Right. Yeah. Even the gangbangers and drug right. were on their drug corner right behind us. Right. So I'm like, sweetie, I'm going to I'm going to go evangelize. How uh, long till dinner? And she's like, uh, you know, 45 minutes. I said, praise the Lord. And, you know, my sweetie's like the opposite of me. She's like, yeah. praise the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I went out on the street and uh, I was going to head straight. And then instead I looked at the drug corner. It was pumping. So I, I took a left over to the drug corner. And uh, there were two, two of the gang members on the drug corner selling drugs. One of them wouldn't even look at me. Yeah, he would look at me in the eyes. He was looking at my feet. He was growling. He was spitting. I mean, he just hated me. Yeah. And the other dudes like, hey, how's it going? You're like totally friendly, you yeah. know? Yeah. And and um, as I get older, memorizing scripture is harder for me. Yeah. <laughs> as you guys could probably oh, attest yeah. to. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and I put them to song now. Right. Huh. So the particular one is was on this date was uh, during the day at work. I was singing Psalm 66, 18 through 20. If I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But God has surely listened and heard my voice in prayer. Praise be to God who has not rejected my prayer or withheld his Love from me, Psalm 66, 18 through 20. So that was the uh, one I was memorizing, right? That's great. <laughs> yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah, yeah. So I, I went out and I, kept, I was singing that and I kept singing. And I had only, have only done this twice. And I never done it at that point. Mm -hmm. And I walked over to the corner singing, uh, experienced that, that with the two guys on the corner and kept singing. I went to the drug corner, raising my hand, and I was singing unto the Lord. I was singing scripture. I was singing hymns, you yeah, know, the old yeah. Baptist hymns. Right. It washed in the blood, you know. Oh, yeah. I was just enjoying the Lord tremendously. And the whole, whole gang is about, you know, 50 feet away across the street at the store staring at me, you know. Right, but right. they're hearing the gospel. 
And then there's a prostitute on the other corner and these two drug dealers are here. And I'm just singing unto the Lord, feeling like, you know, what am I doing? You know, yeah. but yet it's continuing it at the same time, yeah. experiencing the joy of the Lord. Right. So I, I turn around at one minute and I saw this big black guy walking down the street who had uh, like a couple weeks before punked me when I was talking to the gang. I was saying hi to them. I was yeah. walking my dog and uh, he walked by me and he sort of shrugged me and kept walking and laughed, Yeah, you know, hmm. sort of punked me. So I'm thinking, hmm. And I'm, I'm my hands are up singing unto the Lord. I've turned around and I'm facing his way. Now he goes to walk by me. Like he's going over to the store. He plants his foot and boom, he punches me right in the mm. mouth really mm. hard. I mean, with all his, you know, yeah. all his guns. And uh, thankfully, he hit me in the teeth. Uh-huh. And I, I have pretty big teeth there. You know, yeah. my, my brother used to call me Bucky Jimbo, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so he hit me in the teeth and got a little bit of my nose, you know, but mostly his knuckles went on my teeth. And, and I flashed out. You guys know what a flash out is? Yes, yes I do. I don't. Okay. Yeah. What's the flash out? Okay. L let me tell you. It's when you get knocked out for a split second and then come back to before you hit the ground. Mm, okay. Right? So I started, you've probably seen it on Boxing Planet. Yeah. You see the guy start to collapse and then he comes to. Yeah. Right? That's yeah, yeah. called the flash out. Yeah. Uh, so I flashed out. I, I, I went unconscious and started to fall. And then I came back to and, and my eyes, you know, were fuzzy. And then they focused with him flexing laughing up in my face one of the one of the convictions i had going into this is that if i ha was attacked for christ uh -huh. i wasn't gonna punch and kick and use my you know yeah technique which i could clearly you know take 95 percent right. of the people out with I, I wasn't gonna do that i was i would grapple if i had to but uh i was i wasn't gonna do that i wasn't uh -huh. gonna take people out anyway so uh but I'd also one of my convictions, another conviction, plenty of convictions, I guess, was that uh, you see people going to the mission field and then they have some trials and they split. They pack up and go home. Right. And I didn't want to be one of those people. Right. So that was heavy on my heart. So anyway, so this guy punches me. Uh, I catch myself start to collapse the Lord wakens me I I focus and the first thing I say while well, he's puffing himself up in front of me is is wait wait no he puffed himself up in front of me mm -hmm. laughed and went to walk across the street to the store yeah and I said where are you going <laughs> oh boy <laughs> probably shouldn't have said that uh, right yeah. I said I'm not going anywhere I'm preaching the gospel Mm. And, uh, mm. you know, he didn't like that. So yeah. he turned around and came back at me, tried, you know, tried, tried to beat me to death. But, uh, so I got him in the Muay Thai hold, yeah. right? Yeah. My hands up around the back of his neck, right. locked in a, in a hold and, uh, my forearms keeping him from his punches from having too much of an effect right. and moving him around, keeping him off balance. He's trying to kill me with his hands, yeah. right? He's flopping yeah. all over, trying to kill me. Then, the man who was growling and cursing me, looking at my feet, ran up to me, ran up to us. Yeah. And he started yelling at the guy. 
what are you doing? This guy's preaching the gospel. Wow. Leave him alone. You got the devil in you. <laughs> wow. And I, and I was tripping because I'm I'm sitting here defending my life here. Yeah. And this guy's hating me one minute ago, and now he's arguing for me, yelling at the dude who's attacking me. Right. He's like, we need this guy. We need the gospel. He's saying it. I'm like, what? Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Dave, about six months ago, I discovered an app on my phone that you need to know about. Okay. It's called Dwell. 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 It's an audio Bible. Okay. Yeah. You can listen to the Bible anytime, anywhere that you have your phone. It is, I'm telling you, fantastic. I listen in the car as I'm driving around to see my patients from home to home. What kind of translations does it have? Yeah, it has all different kinds of translations of Good. the Bible. It has the ESV, uh-huh. which is probably my favorite, but yeah. it's not. I don't listen to only that one. I also like the NIV, the New American Standard. It also has the King James, the New Living Translation, the NRSV. Actually, recently I've been uh, uh, listening through the prophets in the Message, which is uh, Eugene, Eugene Peterson. Peterson? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. So uh, on on Dwell, you can choose the reader. Uh, the person who's reading, you can personalize your reading plans. There's men and women. There's people with kind of uh, fast talkers and slow talkers. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, Dwell is great. Tell me about the app. Is it easy to use? Is it layout? Yeah. Straightforward? Yeah. It is super easy to use. Good. Um, it is very intuitive. Um, here's the thing. The free version um, that you can download and just get, it has all the features, but it doesn't have the entire Bible. Hmm. Um, it's only got, I think it's got the Gospel of Matthew uh-huh. and maybe Genesis, maybe. Okay. Anyway, when I first started using it, when I heard about it, I saw how good Dwell was. I immediately became a lifetime member. Uh, but uh, so it does cost money to open up the entire app right. uh, for, for the entire Bible. But you can start with a monthly or yearly subscription. Gotcha. So I definitely need to check that out for sure. I mean, you've been talking a lot about it. Yep. And yep. now we have agreed to make an advertisement for them. That's we're, right. We're in biz with Dwell. That's right. We are. Because you have loved this app so I'm, much. Yeah. And I need to check it out myself. So Hopper Podcast Hoppers, I invite you to do the same. You can see in our show notes how to find a deal with Dwell. And you'll also be supporting the Hopper Podcast. Yeah. Thanks a bunch. So, so now we got the whole gang around us, gathered around us. And my wife looks out the, the back window and sees this going on. And she's thinking right. I'm getting murdered. Right? right. So she's on the phone to the cops. And uh, anyway, so I'm just holding this dude. And, and uh, I remember, you know, I said, Jesus is going to damn you. If you don't repent, put your trust in him or something, oh you know, yeah. and, 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 and he didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 and, and, and I remember, um, out of the corner of my eye, I, I couldn't see anybody over here. So I thought, you know, a quick, a quick left hook, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't be a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so I go to do that and the Lord would not let me in my conscience do mm. it. Yeah. I ended up slapping him. Yeah. And then stumbling over the curb and falling on my face. Oh. And as you guys probably know, when you're street fighting somebody and you fall on your face, what are they going to do? Field goal, kick your face, right? Yeah. 
So sure enough, I parried that off and got him in the Muay Thai hold again, praise the Lord, and uh, restrained him as he's trying to punch me. And and because my forearms are in his shoulders, he couldn't get much on those punches, you know? Right. And and then eventually he he said, uh, he said, let me go. (laughs) I'm thinking to myself, let you go, right? Right. So, So I pushed him off me. And uh, he he went across the street to the store. I guess he was trying to buy some alcohol. And uh, and I'm, you know, I'm out of breath, exhausted, yeah. trying to, you know, just trying to get my breath. Where are you going? And I went, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello. Yeah. And I went and sat on that corner, which was abandoned house, that the the step there on the house. And uh, and the guy who was yelling at the guy came up to me and sat next to me. He's all, man, don't let Satan scare you away through that dude yeah he says we need you here we need the gospel wow mm. and i'm thinking lord what is this you know yeah this guy's, this guy's hating me one minute disgusted that i'm here while he's trying to sell drugs and uh and his name was abel he introduced himself and then uh told me he's from Liberia and his parents moved here and, and they're all Christians and, and uh, he's the black sheep of the family. Right. So anyway, so, so the, this guy comes out of the store, comes running right back up to me and started teeing off on me again. Mm. And uh, by God's grace, I got him back in the Muay Thai hole. Praise him for the yeah. Muay Thai hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and, and now the gang's all around us again. And uh, he pushed me up against the fence so I'm just trying to restrain him from getting killed. And then the cops pull up, praise the Lord. Yeah. And, uh, and, but the whole time Abel's yelling at him, you know, let him go, man, leave him alone. He's a preacher. Right. And, uh, anyway, so cops put him in the car and, uh, the cops are like, do you want to press charges right in front of the gang and everything? Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm like, no, but I want him to know if he doesn't repent, He's going to hell forever. Mm, you know? yeah, and, yeah. And, and I said, can you tell him that to the cop? You know, yeah. he's like, no, he said, but you can. I'm all. So I went over and I talked to him. <laughs> right. Yeah. I got his name. His name is Keyshawn. And uh, I just told him, I said, bro, I said, you know, you're really living a wicked life and that was wicked what you did but yeah. the lord wants to save you i said you need to look to christ and yeah. just challenge him with with some truth and and then just let him go you know do yeah. his thing because they took him took him to the police station and processed him and the All whole right. deal and uh i remember you know being done and and talking to, to abel he ended up coming over the house with his his girl and uh they were pregnant and he's gonna have a child with her and yeah. got to minister the gospel to him and let them have dinner and it was a real real means of uh getting connected with the gang there right mm-hmm. you know, they saw that we were there to stay we're not gonna split yeah, that's right because there was a hard time right yeah yeah that's, yeah. that's amazing yeah yeah it was good and the guy the muslim owned store owner because of how chaotic it was yeah. there he let me set up a table with you know cds and bibles yeah. and stuff and through that i got to share the gospel with probably every one of the gang members wow mm. yeah amazing. and the six years later when we moved away you know, we saw neither hide nor hair of the gang. So yeah, I don't know what the Lord did with that, right. you know? Right. Wow. Right. Yeah. Wow. 
<laughs> we 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 ended up uh, get, I ended up giving a two month notice to my you know my work, and uh, so I could transition after that to full time ministry. I was thinking, mm-hmm. and uh, we sent out support letters. You know, we had about two months to raise all our support, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and and it was clear that by the deadline, when you know my last day of work was. I, I prayed that the Lord would uh, bring in at least one fourth of our support or a generous one-time gift uh-huh. to encourage us to transition to full-time ministry and that we would trust him. Right. Mm-hmm. And I would go full time. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and the last day before, you know, that following Monday when I would have uh, had to go to the temp agency and got a job, uh, I was a medical assistant at the time. I had got retrained as a phlebotomist and a medical assistant, yeah. clinic nurse, basically. So, so uh, the Lord gave us like a ten thousand dollars one time gift, mm-hmm. you know. So, so I'm like, okay, Lord, you know, we'll we'll go for it. And since that day, which was 17 years ago, the Lord has provided all of our needs. And we've been able to minister full time for 17 years with Christ Satisfies Ministries, mm-hmm. connected to the local church, and uh, being used of the Lord to preach to the gangbangers, drug dealers, prostitutes, pimps, uh-huh. the homeless, and the incarcerated. And uh, in God's providence, uh, after about six years of being in the neighborhood there, the war zone. We ended up, uh, the, the kids were getting older, mm-hmm. you know, the bullets are coming through the windows. Uh, the kids are, you know, watching the kids dive on the floor over and over again was getting really scary. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and my son, uh, Titus, he was starting to have bad dreams at night yeah. and, and having a hard time. So after this bullet came through the window and the couch, uh, where, where uh, if it was an inch higher, it would have gone right through the wall where we do our, our devotions at night. Uh-huh. Uh, we thought, you know, maybe the Lord would have us move out of the war zone, continue the ministry, and uh, just secure the children, you know, in a, in a better place. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so we did, and uh, God bless that. Uh, we ended up, I ended up becoming a chaplain of what was called Lazarus Auto Detail. Hmm. It was a 501c3 ministry. Hmm. And and it was a ministry that would hire people who had felonies on their record, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Employment barriers. But people who wanted to go God's way, people graduates from Teen Challenge, that type of thing. Uh And uh, I ended up, uh, you know, being able to, preached uh, the Bible study to them once a week and work in discipleship with them and uh-huh. counsel them. And, and, uh, and ended up becoming huge and having five different crews, night and day crews. And uh, it was just a, a great blessing for, for a couple of years. And uh, in God's providence, uh, one of the men there had, had a son and uh, the son, I got to meet a little bit and get to know a little bit. And then the man uh, went to back to prison. Mm-hmm. And then the kid's mom, who was uh, IV drug user, user meth addict, uh, they were both IV drug user meth addicts, mm-hmm. uh, went back to prison also. 
So I had this little kid uh, in the shop. Uh, this kid's uh, mother was friends with another guy who worked in the shop also. So when she went to prison, she left her kid instead of giving him to the to the state. Uh-huh. You know, she left her kid with this friend who worked at the shop also, who was a mess. Yeah. So she shows up with this kid at the shop and uh, this kid's six years old, you know, skinny little kid, clearly neglected. And uh, this was, this was Jude, our son hmm. now. And, uh, and I remember the scripture that came to mind when I found out his mom's in prison, yeah. his dad's in prison and he's staying with this guy that can't even take care of himself. Right. I remember thinking, Lord, I should bring this kid home and let my wife care for him with my other three children. And I thought, hmm, Lord, really? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Right? Right. He's a lot already, yeah. Yeah. And and I have my daughter, my youngest daughter has Down syndrome. She's nonverbal. She had a heart defect. So my wife's pretty busy already. Home schooling. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the scripture that came to mind, guys, from James is what? True religion yeah. is that which cares for widows and orphans in their time of need. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just cut to the heart. I'm like, okay, Lord, I don't think you can get any clearer, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I, I called my wife and I said, hey, sweetie, I said, uh, I need you to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, I said, what are you doing? She said, I'm working in discipleship with this lady, right? Yeah. And I said, well, okay. In that case, I need you to answer by the Spirit of God, because this is a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm bringing a six-year-old home. His parents are both in prison. He's going to stay with us. She said, for how long? I said, indefinitely. We don't know. She said, uh, guess what she said, guys? I have no idea. Okay. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So in God's providence, uh, I ended up getting emergency foster care. Mm. And uh, they asked us because uh, he had been in and out of foster care for four years. So they asked us, hey, can you be permanent placement since you know the family? Mm. And uh, we're like, okay, praise the Lord, you know. And, uh, and after you know, getting, uh, adopting him and him becoming part of our family and uh, going through the whole process of swearing to the judge. Part of that in Minnesota was that you would do all you can to protect this child and raise him, mm-hmm. you know, in a way that is that is uh, best for the child, you know? Yeah. And uh, his parents uh, both were clearly still a mess. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I remember his dad before he went back to prison uh, and we were talking about, uh, you know, caring for Jude. If he went back to prison, uh, his dad looked at me and he said, uh, hey, Jimbo, if I want to see my son, I'm just going to show up at your door. So he let me know mm-hmm. that, you know, he's he's not going to play by the rules. He's going to do what he wants, right. you know. Yeah. 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 So it was it was clear that it was going to be an issue. So my wife and I were praying about moving. Yeah. And uh, because they were both getting out of prison soon and uh, giving this kid a new start and a new opportunity in life to flourish with Mm -hmm. our family. And uh, so we ended up uh, moving down to to Florida here in Tampa. Yeah. And we we, we, 
from Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it ended up uh, just being an amazing blessing. Jude is now 17. He's uh, he's looking at uh, getting a piano scholarship and uh, just amazingly gifted, mm-hmm. hardworking, and uh, serving at the church, you know, like a like a deacon would, you know, just yeah. doing everything, and uh, just just faithful, and I'm just uh, so grateful for God's grace and using us here to uh, minister to the fellows at the jails, yeah. uh, downtown to the uh, frontline evangelism to the gangbangers, drug dealers, prostitutes, pimps, the homeless, the incarcerated, yeah. and serving in the local church here has been an honor for us. Hmm. If we had listeners who want to encourage you, connect with you, even support you, how could they do that? Yeah, praise the Lord. Well, we're a 501c3, right? I want to let you know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You get a, a text. We're Christ mm-hmm. Satisfies Ministries. Uh, if you wanted to support it, our webpage is ChristSatisfies.org. Mm-hmm. Hit the donate button. <laughs> yeah, that'd be the easiest Sorry. way. Find your website. Yeah. Find the donate yeah. button. Yeah. And we're going to put those yeah. links in the show notes. So uh, if you didn't, if you're yeah. riding in the car, if you're out running errands, uh, it'll be in the show notes for you. You don't have to write it down right now. for listening to the hopper podcast let's keep the conversation going about things that matter and things that don't you can write or call us just tap or swipe the purple hopper podcast cover art in your podcasting app and find the show notes for ways to suggest a topic for the hopper or tell us a funny story or you could just go to the hopperpodcast.org and keep it clean and if you do we'll probably feature in an upcoming episode special thanks this week goes to my caffeine addiction counselor bruno moore <laughs> i just got that one Uh, And be sure to like, subscribe, follow, or join our Facebook group for more Hopper goodness. Join our Patreon account for bonus episodes. Dave, what's the lesson that we should take away from this week's episode? That bullying people on the internet is fun and safe. Mm -hmm. We need more bullies. Yeah.